Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, I'm so excited to tell you about this incredible episode that you're about to listen to. It's with Elizabeth and Dale from Sweats in the City, which is such a cute name, by the way. It's like Sex in the City, but for working out. Um, And they're awesome. And speaking of working out, this episode is sponsored by Physique 57. And let me tell you, this is one of my favorite classes. You know, you've heard me say a million times that I hate workout classes. They have this online too. So, I mean, you really have no excuse. It's time to get that summer bod in. If you want lean muscles, if you want to look like Elizabeth and Dale, which I don't know why anyone wouldn't. You really need to try Physique 57. It's one of the best the best classes out there. It integrates cardio and strength training. And it's like high intensity and it's like only an hour, so it's wonderful. And after you're done, you drop clothes sizes, you get toned, you're more flexible, which is, you know, great for sex. And um, you strengthen like your whole body essentially the the instructors are beyond hands-on and like you know how a lot of classes are targeted to specific things like you could take a butt class you could take an abs class an arms class like whatever you're trying to work on right now there's a class for you so physique 57 p-h-y-s-i-q-u-e-5-7 If you go to physique57.com and you use our promo code ACME, A-C-M-E, you get one free month of on-demand Physique 57 classes and a $25 discount off of your first in-studio class. So, I mean, it's basically free. I I don't understand why anyone wouldn't use this offer. I'm telling you guys, it's the summer, and this is already a class that most of you probably love. So use our code ACME at physique57.com. And when you're checking out, you'll get an incredible deal. Um, You'll either get one free month of on-demand classes, as I mentioned, or $25 off of an in-person class. And it doesn't even have to be your first class there. But, you know, get back in there. Um, It's It's summertime. So you know what to do. Love you guys. Hope you enjoy the episode. So excited to be here with Sweats in the City, Elizabeth and Dale. Hey guys. So tell me about yourself. Elizabeth, where are you from and how old are you? Um, I am originally from Michigan. I'm 25 years old. Uh, Grew up there my whole life. Lived in Chicago for a little bit after graduating from University of Michigan. And now here I am in New York. Love it. And what about you, Dale? So, yeah, my name is Dale, I'm 27 years old, and I'm originally from Toronto, so I moved cool. here about six years ago for grad school, and I've stayed ever since. Nice. And how did you guys think of Sweats in the City? How did you two meet? We met through a mutual friend. He set um, us up as roommates. Yeah, we actually just, I basically knocked on Dale's door three <laughs> years ago and moved right on in. Amazing. Um, and yeah, we lived together for three years. I would say about a year in. We became very obsessed with class pass and working out, mm-hmm. and um, honestly, the whole premise of it kind of started on like the negatives of working out right. and the bad studios in New York because there are a lot of those. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't waste your time. Yeah, and so we kind of thought to make a platform where we could discuss kind of the pros and cons of different studios, the details that people don't usually share, right. and it kind of grew from there as like an all-encompassing lifestyle blog. That's awesome, and. What is both of your current relationship status? We're both in a relationship. 
Nice. Love it. (laughs) And let's talk about like when you were single, if you were single when you had the account. Very briefly. Yes. (laughs) At the beginning. Actually, we both got out of long-term relationships, Mm -hmm. I would say, around the same time. And then we started the account. Is that right? I love that. We were both like kind of, we were dating you're so very much like, dating when we started the account. Right. Different people. So it was like an amazing distraction as well. Perfect. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it really was, it was perfect timing, honestly. Uh-huh. I think everything happens for a reason. I, I literally totally got out of a relationship the next week, started it. Right. It, it, it was planned already. So right. he knew that it was starting. Mm-hmm. And then it just great timing, great distraction. Yeah, amazing. And what did like the people that you were dating in that small time period, did they think of it? Like, were they, was anyone not supportive of it or like, would be like, oh, I don't think that's a great idea? Or was everyone like, that's awesome? I kind of remember, like, not knowing if I should tell people about it or not. It was still, it was just freshly started and kind of growing, and it didn't always work its way into the conversation just because it wasn't, like, my full-time job at the time. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I would say everyone was pretty supportive. I don't know if everyone took us fully seriously. Yeah. I will say that, you know? Totally. And now it is both of your full-time jobs. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. And when were you guys able to make that like transition? Very recently. Yeah, about Congrats. a month. Ago. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. I wish we had something to cheers with. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the the BFs um, yeah. as much as the BFs want to be talked about. <laughs> so Dale, how did you meet your man? So it's actually funny because it's kind of related to Sweats in the City. Mm-hmm. Um, I met him in the Hamptons and through a mutual friend at Gurney's. Mm-hmm. And I honestly like. We met very briefly. It's so hard to meet at Gurney's because you're always so fucked up. Like, yeah, I was, I, uh, to be honest, I didn't really true. remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really remember meeting him, but um, my friend who was there, I guess he, it, Swetson City popped up on his feed because mm-hmm. he also went to Michigan, so right. I knew Elizabeth. So he was like, wait, Dale, that's a random name for a girl. Like, is that the same one I met in the Hamptons? Right. And she was like, yes. And she, he was like, can you set us up? So then we met at her housewarming party. Mm-hmm. I and love from that. there, yeah. The rest is history. <laughs> the rest is history. How long ago was that? Um, well, that was actually July 4th weekend where oh, we met. Okay. But we weren't, awesome. like, seriously dating for mm-hmm. a little while after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and what about you guys? Where did you and your boyfriend meet? Um, we met through work. He mm-hmm. was actually my client at the time, which is cool. interesting. What um, were you doing? I was uh, working as, like, a sales rep on the trading floor mm-hmm. and um, came across him. Um, I will say my initial reaction was like, I mean, you have to also take into account like the intensity on a trading floor in New York. So yeah. it wasn't necessarily like the environment to meet someone. Right. He was like really intense at first and I was very intimidated by him because, mm-hmm. you know, he's doing his job and I'm like prancing around. Yeah. Um, and then he slid into my DM. And, uh, wow. <laughs> that's bold. I love that. Yeah. So we chatted for a bit mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, I would see him through work and stuff and we started going on dates. That's really cute. Yeah. And, and the rest is also history. Again, yes. History. How long ago was that? I would say about a year and a half. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And I just remember my question. Yes. Is it just Dale or does is it Dale like short for something? No, it's just Dale. I love that. Yeah. Is that a Canadian name? No. My mom, <laughs> it's funny. Um, my mom just really liked the name. My sister's mm-hmm. got really girly names and she was like, boy or girl, it's going to be Dale. I love so, that. So, out came Baby Dale. I love that. <laughs> I love that. She was That's convicted awesome. in Dale. Yeah. And are you guys into astrology at all? What are your signs? I'm a Leo. Okay. We're both Leo. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're both Leo. Yeah, amazing. of course. Yeah, yeah. We're like yeah. a few days apart. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. when exactly? At the cusp of Leo and Virgo, I guess. I'm July 31st. Okay. You're 28. 28. Yeah, 28. Oh, you're a 28er. Yeah. I'm born oh, on yeah. the 28th. I remember you yeah, said that. And I remember important. it in the podcast. Wait, we tell have, us more about so, your thoughts. Yes. Yeah, so we have more in common with other people born on the yes. same day of the month than with our own sign, yes. which is really 31sters. But you guys Shout are, mm-hmm. like, amazing for what you do because you have, you're like the lion. So you have, right. like, so much energy and confidence and, like, you're not yeah. afraid to, like, put yourself out there, which is, like, perfect for... <laughs> Love it. For Love it. Yeah, it's so good to know. Keep doing what you're doing. And what about your guys like do they do they have the same signs i guess i've never really thought about it yeah yeah no i don't know it's when's when are their birthdays april 20th october so he's like on the cusp of aries and taurus right 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 but he's basically a taurus right and october 9th 
A Libra, like me. I wonder what the like <laughs> Libra and Leo is. are really good, and and so are you guys. Oh, good. Yeah, okay, so good. <laughs> perfect. I love that. Um, so <laughs> It'd be awkward if you had to tell us. The right, right. Well, I just would lie. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, so, what are some deal breakers for you? Like, if you guys remember when you were, you know, back in the dating world, like, you know, if a guy did this one set of date, it'd be over. Like, maybe if they made you split the check on the first date, or that does well, make my skin crawl. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you, you know what? I think one of the worst things that I see a lot, especially in New York, are guys that like make it such a point to show they have money or that they're very successful mm. and they're very flashy. I so, like, noticed that too. Yes. Yeah. You and I just, I had a few of those <laughs> that were like Nobu and Limo pickup and I was like, okay, no. barf. So Ew. I was just, like, next. And we like literally named him like after. I would have names yeah, for all exactly. the guys that Nobu, Nobu Limo. <laughs> and it was just, yeah. So I think that's a big one. It's just kind of a bit of a turnoff. Yeah. Um, it's funny. It's funny that you say that though, yeah. because I I promise you that a lot of girls like actually think it's a turn on, oh, which is I, why they probably do it. Yes. Um, which is sad, but it's, like even I'll notice like, like, trust me, I I I like think that you know you should be proud of your success, but sometimes people will like post like a real estate deal they oh my did, God, oh my and God, they'll like underline you. like the, the millions, yes. and I'm like, uh, wait, yeah. why? Right. <laughs> And, like, also, not only why, but, like, how much of that are you actually getting? Exactly. <laughs> like, so enough, right. you know? Totally. Um, yeah, poor social media habits are a big one. Right. Like, it's, you, yeah. it's it weird. Look into their stories, and you're seeing a ton of selfies, and you're just like, yeah. Selfies yeah. and, like, money, art, like, articles about deals they've done. It's like, right. wa- like, like just let your money yeah. talk. Like, yeah. don't <laughs> talk for it, you know? Right. Um, another yeah. one I would say Tell is me. like you know when you can just kind of get the vibe from someone that they're like lying or embellishing a lot oh yes. yes I went on a date with a guy and like he wouldn't you know a normal first question is asking each other like what do you do for a right. wedding you know it's assumed that we both right. have jobs right. of some sort and he was, like, kind of beating around the bush about it. And I'm like, that's cool if you're between jobs, but, like, you know, tell right, me. just be straight up. <laughs> and um, he literally, we ended the date, and he hadn't told me. Like, completely <laughs> avoided it. I have no idea. That's so weird. And I did some stalking. And it just so happens that he was a um, Price is Right model. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. Where'd you find him? Like, Raya or something? Yes, exactly. Amazing. That's Honestly, so that just goes with my theory that everyone on Raya is, like, a model or a photographer. Yes. In a bad, bad way. Yes. Um, how do you guys feel about texting with guys that you're dating, but also with your boyfriends? Like, is it a constant flow? I guess it is a constant flow. Um, I'm in a long business relationship, so. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he, he moved to LA for business school. What yeah. the fuck? So I'm always it's there. Not cool, but that's fun. Right. You get to travel. <laughs> exactly. So, texting a lot, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, you know when we get busy, like sometimes you don't have time to text. Yeah. Um, and then with dating, I guess it's a little different. You have to space it out a little more and yeah. kind of wait. I'm very big on I never text first. Like, literally until I'm their girlfriend, I probably won't text first unless it's their birthday. Yeah. So, that's just how I've always been. So, I um, I mean, I love that, and we talk about that all the time because of, like, the rules. The game. Exactly. And the game and, like, all that stupid stuff. But is there anything behind the fact that you won't text first? Like, did you once text first and not get a response, you know? Um, I'm just kind of, like, let the guy – I'm always about let the guy pursue and I'll – um, respond if I like what they're about and I like how they're pursuing me mm-hmm. and keep my options open so I'm not trying to chase anyone obviously feelings do get in the mix and I'll like I remember like waiting for a text and all that um, but I guess I guess when I know that we're like pretty serious I'll start but I'm very more about like on, being on the receiving end mm-hmm. than the pursuing end yeah I guess I'm the same what about you yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like I've seen so many mistakes made. You know yeah. what I mean? We've all had the friends that are like, I don't understand what's going wrong right. when you're blowing them up. Right. So, yeah, I don't but know. But what do you do to that friend? Like, because especially if, if that friend, like, if let's say you did say, well, have you been initiating texts? Like, you know the friend that doesn't want to look bad. Right. So they might say to you, like, he texted me when really they 
text it. You know what I mean? It's like, how are you going to I feel like they have need the a little tough love and to be called out on right. it. Like, I'm usually pretty firm with people if, if they seek my advice, you know? Right. And, like, you also have to pick your audience. If it's a really sensitive Sally, mm-hmm. you're not going to tell them that they're right. doing it wrong. So but true. the results kind of speak for themselves. Yeah. That actually reminds me, we did a poll the other day. Like, would you tell a friend if they had, like, gained weight or if you thought that their weight was a reason that they weren't like mm. getting guys Ooh, and I like as could ever yeah well because as like really fit women like i feel like people must know that you know what looks good you know what right. i mean so if i were friends with you i'd be like am i looking good yeah I you mean, know i don't come across that too often but i always we both always plan workouts with our friends so maybe if they, maybe you could strategically plant it in. Right. It like, that's, yeah, like, let's literally get them together. Class. Right. Right. But I don't think, like, I've seen people, like, people in all shapes and sizes will find someone. Like, it's not necessarily, it's not you know, based. about weight. Right. Totally. But, but, but I, I, get I, mean, I guess I mean, like, if you're naturally thin and you're mm-hmm. gaining weight, oh, yes. then you're going to end up with someone that you actually, like, you actually right. shouldn't necessarily, you know what I'm saying? Totally, like, Because yeah. you're not looking like yourself. Right. But it's still such a fine line. Yeah, I don't think I could ever yeah. tell a friend that. <laughs> yeah. Unless they were literally hard. begging me. To right. Know. Like, you know what I mean? Right. I don't 100%. know. I feel like that could be used against you. I know. I guess I would be like, if they were like, come on, I know I, I'm like getting fat. Like, come on, I've gained like seven pounds. Like, I saw it on the right. scale. I'd be like, well, I don't think you are, but if you feel that yes, way, exactly. then, then, do then we should talk yeah, about it. Totally. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about porn and like would you be upset if you found out that your boyfriend was watching porn I mean for you Dale, like it's different because you're in a long distance (laughs) relationship and I feel like you have to be okay with that I but still um for me I it's not something I really ask about Mm -hmm. or inquire about I don't know if I should um but I don't care like it's totally cool if that's what someone wants to do I'm not like so I don't think there's anything wrong meaning with like it. you wouldn't want to do it, but you would be fine if your partner. It's not for me, and like yeah. I know certain couples like to watch porn together, mm-hmm. and like that's a thing. I'm kind of more about like the real experience because right. I think that sometimes people get um, it kind of gives you a false reality about like sex and love. But totally cool if you want to watch it, like because maybe you're curious or maybe mm-hmm. you want to explore stuff on your own. Right, go for it. So I'm not. I'm not like either here nor there like right it's a multi-billion dollar industry so clearly totally. it's it's got something, something going for it yeah love that what about you <laughs> yeah i would with? say i'm more like don't ask don't tell i'm not like <laughs> inquiring like did you watch porn today right <laughs> um there's no like jealousy component of mm-hmm. it for me i i understand guys will be guys right it's kind of like you do you i don't right. necessarily need to know about it right like, don't follow porn stars on Instagram. And, right. Like, their that's pictures. That's a uh, problem. That's, that's we have a problem. It's so funny. I was just in the New York Post today about that exact thing. Uh, there was this article on micro-cheating. Have you ever heard of micro-cheating? Yeah. It, it's on, more. like, liking and DMing and people's... Yeah, it's like... It's like if your boyfriend like likes a photo of like Jen Zelter, like yes, that's right. like micro cheating. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's not like <laughs> like you can't like legitimately get back get mad because like if you showed the outside world, they'd be like, "That's not cheating." Right. But like it's disrespectful. Right. Like exactly. what's your intention in a deal? Yeah. Like if like if I don't know like if your boyfriend were like if he told his friend. That like a girl was sex. I don't know. I don't know. Just like disrespectful like they're, they're behavior. Like sending a girl's you know? around in the DM kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like sending a picture with all their friends, being like, "Oh, she's so hot." Like right. relax, yeah, relax. Just, yeah. Instagram yeah. provides so many opportunities for that. So it's many opportunities. It really is. Um, but would you care if, like, do you ever get kind of annoyed if your boyfriend kind of likes a photo that you're like, oh? You know? You know what? If it's like a celebrity or Instagram, you know, whatever, I don't really care. I don't really pay attention to it. I think it would be more if it was someone, I don't someone know. Someone with like meaning to them, maybe an ex or something. An ex, an ex. Yeah. Fine. That might start a conversation. Like, they're right. photos. I don't... Not a fight. If yeah. They, so if they liked an ex's photo, you would bring it up? I wouldn't know. It depends. Yeah. Would we know? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's probably happening as we speak. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm sure, like, it's you do some stalking. Sometimes. Like, I feel like I yeah. would know because I always, like, do some stalking of, like, 
whoever the person mm-hmm. I'm dating has dated mm-hmm. at the time, you know? Is it wrong to, like, like I don't know, an ex's photo? I, I don't think so. I, I also think it depends on the relationship that that person has with their ex. Totally. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, that's true. Maybe it ended very amicably. Like, yeah. Exactly. Or maybe there's still feelings attached. I don't know. I think it could. It kind of depends. Yeah, I agree. Hold on. So you guys have been in relationships for like almost a year and like a year and a half now. Almost about the same. A year yeah. and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. A year and a half. I'm really bad at math. Yeah, don't so worry. So when you no. told me that, I was like, I was same. like July. I was trying to do the almost math in years, my head. Um, well, yeah. you guys have been in in long relationships, yeah. and um, you just like. You've, I'm sure, hit milestones. I have a, a lot of girls who reach out to me sometimes, and guys, on the DM, and they'll be like, you know, I've been seeing this guy for seven months, and he's great, and this and that, and he says I love you, but, like, he won't call me his girlfriend, or, like, mm-hmm. um, things seem great, but I haven't met his parents. Do you think that there are, like, steps kind of like the same way that it was like first base and then second base and then third when we were younger or like it doesn't really matter and you just kind of have to go with it so I'll say I've been in relationships with both sides of that like Mm -hmm. the one where you're like hoping to be called the girlfriend why Mm -hmm. hasn't he said I love you and you're like calculating how long you've been together and why isn't it happening yet those are in the past and I would say now I'm like you know it just Personally, for me, at least, whenever I've been in a good relationship, those things have just kind of come naturally. Like, I've never really thought, like, why isn't he saying I love you or right. whatever. Like, it just happens. Neither party is weirded out and you mm-hmm. move forward with the next step, you know? <laughs> right. So if you have to think, like, about that stuff, you think it's already, like, kind of a bad sign. Maybe. I mean, yeah. not always, but in my past relationships. Yeah. It kind of has been, like, a mini red flag, maybe. I kind of agree with that. It's also hard to, like, quantify it. Like, I've been in relationships where someone said I love you after one week and said he wished he said it sooner. What? And I was just like, no. maybe two weeks. No, it happened. It was <laughs> that happens fast. But then, you know, when you're a little more mature mm-hmm. um, and you realize, like, okay, it's not about lust and it's about, like, do you actually love this person? I feel right. like it takes some time and there's... A good time frame. Like, if it was, like, a year in and the guy hadn't said I love you, then I was, like, you know, then I would think, like, maybe it's not the right fit. Right. Or I haven't met their parents or something. Right. Um, or he wasn't calling me his girlfriend. Then I'd be, like, there's something off here. So I think... When good, is there something off if you haven't met his parents after X amount of months? It's hard because we both live away from home. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But at least under, like, six... I don't know. Around six months is normal when you're shifting. Yeah. I don't know. A few months? A month? I don't know. Yeah, I think it also depends on, like, location of Mm -hmm. the parents and, like, general situation. Well, where are both of your boyfriends from? L.A. Michigan. Oh, so, yeah. So, you're right. The parents aren't here. But let's say that you dated a city guy and his parents were here. When would you expect to meet them? I don't know. I think it kind of depends, like, how involved his parents are in his life. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like... If he's seeing them every weekend and not including me in it, then it's kind of weird. But if, like, he doesn't have a great relationship with them or, or whatever and isn't seeing them that often and I'm not being, like, counted out Well, wouldn't you think it was weird if he was seeing them every weekend and, like, brought you into that right away? Yes. I right. think that's kind of weird. It, like, kind of signifies that he's somebody who jumps too quickly into mm-hmm. things. Yeah, that's weird because there's almost, like, a time frame in your mind where it's right, but... Yeah. It's not, like, set in stone. Exactly. Well, it's just, this is something that I deal with because my parents are here, and I do see them, like, once a week. And so when I start seeing someone new, they know that I'm actively not having them meet my parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they know that every week... My parents are like, are we going to meet him yet? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I should have told you his name. Like, I feel like it's fair game to meet them once the relationship is established. mm Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember, like, in college, I was dating someone, and I guess he had dropped me home, and my dad was like, until you establish the relationship, like, I need to meet him, or something was like, and I was just like, oh, I guess once the relationship is established, like, it's fair game to meet your family. So your girlfriend, now you can start bringing her to dinner. Because otherwise, if they're not, like, if you're not their girlfriend, and then things end, because you're basically just dating... Like, you're also breaking up with their parents. Like, it's just yeah, a weird thing, you know? You don't want to have all those strings attached. Yeah, agreed. 
Agreed. And so, Dale, you had mentioned like when you when it's love versus just mm-hmm. lust. How do you know the difference? I think when you can like really be yourself around someone. Um, but like, what if you're the kind of person yeah. who can be themselves around everyone? <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I think it definitely takes some good self-reflection like are you dating that person for you or Mm -hmm. actually because you really want to be with them Mm -hmm. um is is good to know I would say there from I would say for me I really have to get comfortable with someone I not fully my I'm a little nervous maybe at the beginning so Mm -hmm. um when I'm can say whatever in front of my boyfriend or do whatever like I think that's a a pretty good telling sign and also when I can like picture a future with them Mm um I would say Awesome. I think for me, it's like, it's kind of twofold, like getting to know them super, super well Mm -hmm. is part of it. Like I think lust often happens in the beginning when you you kind of only know like a shell of them. And so then Mm -hmm. it kind of adds to the allure. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also like having that like really deep connection with someone. Mm. You know what I mean? Like connecting on a different level than just Mm -hmm. like, oh, we're playing a texting game and like I'm obsessed with this guy, which I think is kind of like lust a lot. And Mm -hmm. I think like, um, not sorry, not Instagram, like the texting game leads Mm. to people like feeling like they're like in lust with someone a lot more nowadays, I think, than 100% back in the day. 100%. would Uh. you guys... Like, it seems like you are both in pretty healthy relationships. Would you uh, feel comfortable telling a friend if you didn't think that they were? Uh, if they asked me and... I wouldn't say... I would never tell someone to break up with someone unless mm-hmm. it was, like, an abusive relationship and mm-hmm. that they needed help. But if it was something that it was more emotionally draining, I would try my best to be a good friend, but I would... And guide them through it, but I wouldn't ever say dump the guy like he's no good for you Mm -hmm. like you know you can't really do that I guess right I would definitely pinpoint certain things in someone's relationship especially if they were coming to me and like Mm -hmm. complaining about him or saying he did this while we were out x y and z like I wouldn't be afraid to say that's not okay do you you realize that that's not how things should be that kind of stuff but you know I think that you have to be kind of careful what you say because mm-hmm. especially if they do break up with them and then they get back together oh, and you've literally squashed the guy, like, oh. now we have a problem. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, no matter what, whenever you break up with someone, your friends are like, I didn't like him anyway. Yes. Right. And, and it's kind like, of like, but I you did were for better. a long time. Yeah. It's like, wait, when did you come to this conclusion? Right? <laughs> right. It's like, because, like, hello, would have been nice to also be involved in this, like, yes, really yes, clear exactly. thought that you were able to have, but I am clearly was not able to have it. Um, what about traveling with a partner? Do you go, do you guys go on trips? Um, when was, like, your first travel experience? Um, mine was, we weren't like fully together. We were kind of like rekindling. Like we dated for a, for a while and then kind of like went our separate ways slash I was like just getting out of a relationship mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then we like basically went to Miami together and got back and like started fully dating after that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fun. Yeah. I love Miami. Me too. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything good happens in Miami. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and what about you guys? Um, so he actually invited me, I think, after our third date to his friend's lake house. Oh. So we kind of spent the weekend together pretty soon, and we mm-hmm. spent a couple, like, random weekends together, and then I remember he came, <laughs> um, we came to Miami, but we, together to, my parents live there in the winter, but, um, we travel a lot together, like, we were just, we go to Asia no, I, a lot. I was just yeah. stalking you guys in Asia. So we do a lot of traveling, which mm-hmm. is great, um, so... We can spend a lot of time together, and it's mm-hmm. it's really good. He's a great travel partner. Love that. <laughs> and how do you guys, like, keep it sexy when you're traveling? Because, like, you know, sometimes you're eating weird foods, and, like, you have to, you know, right. do things that aren't so sexy. Oh, that's a good uh, question. I feel like we're at the point when we're kind of just, like, whatever, mm-hmm. you know? But then we'll, like, I, I don't know if there's, like, a sep- separation. Like, I think sometimes, like, we'll be tired and into it, and right. other times... Will be, you know, so it just totally depends. Um, But I don't think that being together too much would affect that. Mm -hmm. No, and I also think like being in a different place kind of like adds to the sexiness. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you're in Miami or you're Mm -hmm. in like Paris, there's a different vibe in every city that you travel to, and you Mm -hmm. can kind of like 
roll with that. I don't right. know. I love that. So because you guys have been in relationships for over a year, are you still talking about like your sex life with your partner, with your friends? Or are you kind of feeling like now it's like too awkward because like this could be, you know what I'm saying? I like, know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I don't think I, I, I would say the latter. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's a little too... Because he's probably friends with all of your friends now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you, know. you know what? It would be kind of awkward if I were to tell them. Because they're yeah. like, Nick. Like, I'm... Right. I say the name. Yeah. But, um, like, they just know him so well that... Mm-hmm. And I also... I guess his friends are, like... I'm super close with them. So right. that would be... I don't know what he says, but mm-hmm. we'll just hope for that. <laughs> I would say there's, like, the point at the very beginning where you're obviously telling all your girlfriends everything. Mm-hmm. And then if you make it long enough where you're, like, together for a long time, <laughs> I think the conversation kind of opens back up. At least mm-hmm. for me. Like, I was at a dinner with my girlfriends last weekend, and, you know, granted, we were, like, a few drinks in. Right. But, like, everyone basically started opening up about it. And it's yeah. just interesting, like, because... Half of the table was in, like, relationships for a long time. Like, one of my girlfriends was engaged. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just interesting hearing it from, like, that kind of perspective rather than, like, oh, we just hooked up for the first time. That's a whole different kind of talk. It's a whole different talk. And I feel like people in relationships sometimes, Mm -hmm. like, get, like, forget that people actually want to hear about, like, that stuff. Yeah. And I just know that, like, when I'm in a a relationship, I actually feel more comfortable talking to someone else in a relationship about it because I'm, like, it's not the beginning and we're not having sex all the time because like we're now in a relationship you know what I mean so it's like let's talk about like keeping it sexy or like trying this new thing as opposed Mm -hmm. to like yeah and this is like what his dick looked like for the first time you know (laughs) yes yes the conversation definitely changes yeah totally um Okay, so what we do sometimes on our Instagram, as Dale and I were talking about earlier, I don't know if we were recording when we talked about that, um, but we do these poll questions. So I want to ask you guys some of the questions and kind of see what you think. Sure. I'm going to pull them up. Okay. Do you guys think that there's like a magic number of how many people you should sleep with before you like truly settle down and get married? Um, Or could it be like the first and the last person and that doesn't matter? Uh, I don't think there's a magic number. I know, like, I I think it's rare Mm -hmm. to marry and end up with the first person you hook up with. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe that's a little lame, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that you have to, like, oh, I need to sleep with 10 people before I get married. Like, Mm -hmm. whatever the number is, I don't think it's, like, a necessity. Like, if, if you have to hit that number before you're married, like, that's... Probably a little weird. I don't know. Right. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, Agreed. I think it just kind of falls into place. Mm-hmm. Like, And maybe it's, like, very different for your partner than it is for you. Like, mm-hmm. I think everybody just kind of has their own past. And, like, hopefully you can, like, agree to disagree on, you know, totally. if, if it's different for you than that person. Yeah. So, you guys, going back to Sweats in the City for a second, if you're not following already, look it up right now. Um, so, you guys have, like, over 50,000 followers. You're both gorgeous so I'm assuming you get hit on all the time through this Instagram uh how do your boyfriends feel about that and do you need to tell them every time is it like assumed honestly it's It's, really not that much like we get a few creepy DM slides sometimes Mm -hmm. it's it's, more like repeat offenders offenders. (laughs) they're still hurting it every time they find our personal accounts yeah oh god Creepy, and I think mm-hmm. you can easily go to our profile and tell that we're in relationships. Mm-hmm. But it's not something I would like announce to my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Maybe like it would come up in conversation, like, "Oh my god, look at this weirdo!" But mm-hmm. only if it's like laugh worthy. It's laugh worthy. Like, let's just point at this guy. For right. Right. Totally. That's awesome. And do you guys get recognized in person? And like, what yeah. is that like? <laughs> it's really it's weird. weird. Uh-huh. That's what happens. And we were just saying, like, we're like, we're not, we'll never get used to that. Uh huh. Right? Like, like, give me an example. Like, how do you react? Like, where is it? Like, when you're working out mostly? I, I like randomly. I was in Whole Foods the other day, or I was walking down the street with actually my boyfriend, and someone like shouted it out, just in random like. Someone was just like sweats in the yeah, street. Yeah, like it's <laughs> happened a lot in the streets. Um, Restaurants, I don't know where else. It happens weirdly, like, in other cities. I I was at a steakhouse in Miami, and a girl, Mm -hmm. like, sprang up from her table, like, hammered. And, like, and then also, like, wouldn't leave, and was, like, kind of just standing there. Oh, my God. And we're like, hi. 
That's hilarious. But I never know. Like, I think now my thing is I, like, put my hand out and I introduce myself. Yeah. Because what else do you well, say? What, like, what, what did so you do I before? I following. I don't right. know. Like, blacked right. out. Right, right. Same. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> what age is considered robbing the cradle? Um, if there is. I, I didn't ask because I know about their age difference. But do you guys have an age difference? Yes. Um. Oh, gosh. What is it? I think it's nine years. Oh, Hot. So my parents are 13 years apart. There you so go. So it kind of set the mm-hmm. precedent, bless them, for <laughs> being like they can't judge. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, they like, can't judge at all. Wait, I need a visual. Um, my ex before mm-hmm. was like I think 11 years older than me, and I was like young at the time when I met him. So I had to then tell my parents like he's 30, and it sounded so crazy because right. I was what like 20. You right. know what I mean? I feel like there's that's a big yeah. gap. From yeah. 20. And why do you think that is that you like? are attracted to older you just like need do you feel like you've been mature for a while are you the oldest sibling i'm not i'm actually the youngest Mm -hmm. i have no idea i've only ever dated two guys that are like substantially older than me like this well in college i don't know Mm -hmm. i guess it kind of is a pattern i don't know it happens yeah yeah okay what do you guys think is hotter someone with a large vocabulary or someone who's nice to everyone Someone who's nice to everyone. Mm-hmm. Totally. Just because, okay, like, cool, you have a large vocabulary, but day-to-day, someone's going to remember you as a person, and if you treat people, like, if you treat people well, mm-hmm. then that's what really, like, mm-hmm. matters. Yeah. We talk a lot on this podcast about, like, guys and girls and, like, just who we surround ourselves with and, like, how we end up, like, becoming the people that we are surrounding ourselves with or that like just you know they rub off on us in a lot of ways do you think it would be a red flag if you didn't like your boyfriend's friends totally yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. I think like well first of all it's just fun to like their friends I feel like you end up spending a ton of time with them like totally my boyfriend's friends have become my friends too you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of and vice versa um and I think it kind of like says something about them if you know, they're really fratty or like they're not right. nice to you. I right. I think it does speak to their character. Or like if one of their friends is cheating. Yes, a hundred percent. And like maybe the all the whole group is aware of it and letting it mm-hmm. happen or something like that. Granted, maybe there will be a dud in the group, you can't judge them all, but like it's true. as a whole I think mm-hmm. you wanna be able to get along with them. Yeah, I agree with that. Would you would you guys rather be in a great relationship with no fights and sex once a month or sex all the time and fights all the time? <laughs> oh, God, that's a hard well, right? I'm in a long-distance relationship, so I so guess I no guess the fighting. first one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think but in I'd reality. Rather, I think I'd rather have the stability. I've seen people mm-hmm. in the, like, sex all the time, fights all the time, right. and it's not pretty and it doesn't end well. Mm-hmm. I think you're better off in, like, a stable one and, like, you, there's higher hopes for you adding sex in more mm-hmm. than a volatile one, like, smoothing out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. So you mentioned that you guys used to live together. Yeah. What's your living situation now, and are either of you living with your boyfriends? I live by myself. Mm-hmm. And it was... Yeah, I live with my boyfriend. Awesome. Yeah. And when can you move in with your boyfriend if there is, like, a magic time, or is it just, like, when it feels right, or because we're in New York, like when rent is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I don't think that there's a specific time. I think for me personally, it was more like I'm spending 99% of my time here anyway. Why don't I just move in? Right. Um, Like, I literally hadn't slept in my bed in probably, what, three months? Yeah, I was basically living a lot. Like, um, you know, and and it goes beyond, like, the fact that you're just paying rent and wasting it, but, like, kind of, you know, do I even need this space? Like, it just feels better to have all your stuff at his place Mm -hmm. and and things like that. I agree. Do you guys think that the right person fits into your life kind of naturally or like you find the right person and like then somehow fit them into your life? I think it can go both ways. I mean, at first when I, you know, ever like again, like being in a long distance relationship, a lot of people are like, oh, so you're going to break up and maybe earlier on I would just assume you know that that would happen but I think if you really like the person you'll make it work and you'll find a way to make it make each other fit into your life um it might be more difficult but I think if it's the right person then you can it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a reason for you to break up Mm -hmm. 
Agreed. Yeah, I agree. I don't think, I mean, I think if it happens, like, perfectly and smoothly, that's great, Mm -hmm. too, but I don't think that that's generally the case, and, like, at least for me, I mentioned, like, you know, we dated for a while, and then we didn't end up, like, officially being together for a bit. Like, we spent some time apart, kind of did our own things, and then ended up, like, always coming back to each other, so Mm -hmm. I think that can also be, you know, kind of how it flows. Yeah, I love Mm -hmm. that. And... Are you guys religious at all, and does religion play any kind of role in your relationships? So I'm Jewish, um, and I'm not religious. Like, I I come home for the high holidays if I can, if I'm not traveling. Um, My parents are both, like, Jewish, and I would assume they would expect me to be with someone who is. Mm -hmm. But I think if it, the case was that, like, I really fell in love with someone who wasn't, then they would, as long as they make me happy, but... Mm -hmm. I've only ever dated Jewish guys, so Mm -hmm. I've never had that issue. Lucky parents. (laughs) (laughs) For me, um, I'm not religious at all. Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up in, like, a religious household by any means. And um, for me, it doesn't really matter what religion or how religious the person I'm dating Mm -hmm. is. It just so happens that I have basically only dated people who are also not that religious. Mm. Just kind of how it's, like, fallen into place. Mm -hmm. But um, it's not like a game changer in any way yeah do you like what if your partner was like I want to raise our kids Catholic then you like that's tough I think that's kind of a separate conversation Mm -hmm. and it has nothing to do with like if they were Catholic or Jewish or what have you I just Mm -hmm. you know for me like I'm not going to be going to church all the time personally so Mm -hmm. like maybe they would have to take that into their own hands right um yeah what about politics? Like, do you ever talk about that with your partner? Or you kind of, like, avoid, avoid? Yeah, I think we're on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Um, we're both, like, pretty Like, liberal. would you date a Trump supporter? No. Like, <laughs> I, I, I yeah. just think it takes a certain personality. Like, there are people out there who are more conservative and don't support Trump. Mm-hmm. And I feel like someone who is, would be like, yeah. Like, I see people, I see the Trump supporters especially on my Instagram, and they, like, are such a certain type of person that I could never be with. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. Yeah. I would say we don't talk politics much. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you have to be somewhat on the same page. Or at least for me. Not everyone is. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think it it definitely takes a certain type. Agreed. What do you guys think are, like, the three most important qualities in a man, like, now knowing that you've found, like, good men or at least good enough for this moment uh first one i don't know my three yet but Mm -hmm. this is the first one that comes to mind honesty is everything Mm. i've been in a dishonest relationship Mm. and it didn't end so well Mm -hmm. um without going into too much detail but i think you like honesty and then that kind of like leads into the trust which is just the full base of the relationship like Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have to be hovering I think it turns people into crazy people when they're having to do that because they don't trust them because the person's not honest right or like because the person isn't making you feel like you can trust them right and then you start feeling like you're not worthy or Mm -hmm. whatever it just like trickles into a bunch of other things right want to go down that path yeah yeah I couldn't agree more with those two trust honesty maturity is also a good one um I think at this age, you know, a guy who can be responsible for himself and... Mm-hmm. Um, Separate from his friends. Yeah, yes. and not be so... Right, like, get out of that... Like, you're out of college. Like, mm-hmm. get over it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so that's, like, maturity. You know, you can... Don't go to your parents for every single thing. I don't know. Um, that's, a, that's a good one. It's being responsible. It's more of, like, a manly thing, like, mm-hmm. I totally. guess. Yeah. Would you be with someone who is a bad judge of character? Like, like in they, what way? like, it's it's kind of it's a hard question because yeah. it's like, well, then am I a bad choice that they chose? But right. it's more like, <laughs> yeah. um, like they kind of let people take advantage of them and like don't realize, and like you need to be the one that's like, no, that friend is bad for you, you know. I don't know. I think it kind of depends. Like, being a bad judge of character could mean that they're just, like, super nice and being taken advantage of. Right. Um, which could get also get kind of, like, annoying, you know, right. just kind of being like, why aren't you seeing this? Right. Um, but it could also be that, like, 
maybe they're not a good person and they're surrounding themselves with not good people. Mm -hmm. I think you have to kind of feel out like what the root of them having a bad sense is. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it kind of relates to like their friends, back to their friends. Like if they are a bad judge of character, then they probably have shitty friends. Mm -hmm. But hopefully, also there's also the other spectrum. You don't want somebody who's like, too like sus about every person and right. just like well you know right so i think definitely a balance, a balance. but um yeah i guess it would be totally situational mm-hmm. than that what do you guys think about guys and working out like do you need them to work out as much as you um and just like how does that play into dating you know someone that has a a workout blog essentially totally um they don't need to work out as much as me you know, I take my what if they don't classes. Have, what if they don't work out at all? I mean, I would like to encourage them to. I mm-hmm. think it's important. Um, and also for them to be understanding that I need to work out often mm-hmm. and not be like, oh, like, are you going to work out again? Like, yeah. I think one of the great things, my boyfriend is so great when I'm like, I need to eat healthy and work out, and he's so on board with that. But, yeah, I would really try to encourage someone who's at least, do something active. Mm-hmm. They don't have to go to a class every day, but just once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's fun to like kind of have that in common, like at least an interest in fitness and health mm-hmm. and things, just because it turns into an activity. Like I love working right. out with my boyfriend. Yeah. I love cooking healthy meals. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I do think, you know, that there's a happy medium because I've like been on dates with guys who are fitness obsessed. Mm. And Such a turn off. it's yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me just put it that And they way. probably like overhype it to you, yes. like thinking that you're going to be like, oh my God, it's so hot. And instead it's like, but why can't we just enjoy this meal? Right. It's like sipping on just straight tequila all night because oh, of the calories. Oh, like, God. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, funny, I do that, but because I'm allergic to wine, but I bet you guys think it's about the calories because yeah, I don't explain it. Y- yes. Well, I mean, it's a good, it's a good strategy, but yeah. I was kind of like, come on, yeah. you're a dude. Like, right. Yeah. No weird well actually what's worse that to avoid the calories or him having like a martini or like a very <laughs> feminine drink oh god you know? and i think yes. the feminine drink is out <laughs> <laughs> orders like a pina colada yeah <laughs> it's funny i always Apple end up with martini. guys that order those drinks i don't i don't know um do you guys think everyone has like an almost person like with soulmate no like the person you date before the person oh. you marry. Yeah. I think so. 100%. Mm-hmm. I think you I'm learn not, a lot from your almost Yeah, person. you almost mm-hmm. learn a lot. You discover a lot about what you want. And thinking into my friends, like, almost all of them have had an yeah. almost person, or, like, a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I'm sure people haven't, but I would say majority of people go through that. Yeah. What about, like, do you guys ever communicate with exes, or is it, like, okay, goodbye, and... If they do try to communicate with you, do you feel the need to tell your current partner? Well, I've never, like, left a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. I've always been pretty amicable. Um, I don't think if it was, like, a reach out, like, a happy birthday that I need to, like, shove it in their face. But right. maybe if they wanted to, like... I, I don't know. It's not something I usually face, but... I'm sure it's, like, again, like, a don't ask, don't tell. As long as it's something that I would be okay with showing him the conversation, mm-hmm. I don't think I need to rub it in his face. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm, like, you messaged me happy birthday, whatever. If it's something I felt guilty about texting, which, like, doesn't happen, but I'm just saying, like, theoretically, if it happened to him or me, mm-hmm. if it's something he didn't want to show me or I didn't want to show him, then that becomes a problem. But mm-hmm. if it's more, like, let's just avoid it because, like, why are we going to spark these feelings when there's literally nothing? Right then maybe, like, whatever. But if it's, like, something inappropriate, then, yeah, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it can definitely be a touchy subject in relationships, mm-hmm. depending on how your past relationship ended. But I think Dale's right in that it, like, you know, if if you're receiving something or you're sending something, you have to think about it from the perspective of your partner and mm-hmm. be like, would, would I be upset if they were doing this? Right. And also, like, yeah, in terms of reporting, I don't think there's necessarily a need. I wouldn't expect him to be, like, my ex sent me this recommendation for a workout or like, you know what I mean? Something like completely harmless, whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny because like if that were the case, I would be like, she's fucking obsessed with you. (laughs) She's literally in love with you. She's trying to get back with you. She's trying to marry you. And she's doing that by sending you this recipe or whatever it is because she 
can't do anything else because you're dating me. You know what I mean? Right. Poking. <laughs> they do that. Oh, poking. Yes. That's such yeah. a thing. Yes. Guys it's poke. funny. Guys when poke. I had a boyfriend for a year and a half, um, his ex would do that a lot. Ugh. A lot. And she and it was always so transparent to me, but not to him. Because we know as girls. We're like, I know what yeah, you Yeah, exactly. Like, I know. I'm like, oh, I would send that text too if I was like trying to like <laughs> recon- reconcile with my right. ex. And she'd be like, oh, like like his like family owns some like water company. And she'd be like, oh, I just saw like Pone Spring. And it's like, are you kidding? Oh, it's like unnecessary. Like, I see Pone Spring every day, you know? <laughs> right. And then so, he yeah. would be like, he would tell me because we were like very open with each other and I'd be like, is she kidding me? And he'd be like, what? That's so nice of her. Like she's so Guys don't see spray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, are you brain dead? Like they don't she, see what we see. She yeah. basically said like, are you free tomorrow night? I will come over and open my legs for you. Like, <laughs> but it's fine. So, um, when you guys were single, were you on any dating apps? Yes. Yes. Um, remember even we would well, bumble on the couch yes, bumble on the we couch. would love on the couch it. together bumbling that's and amazing wear the same outfit on every date <laughs> that's yeah the date outfit the date outfit do you outfit. did you guys ever like read a message from someone not respond on a dating app even though you had matched with them and like i feel like girls do this a lot i'm guilty of it why do we do that? Like, why did you, why would you match with someone and not respond to their message? A hundred percent. All the I think time. Because you were like bored and mm-hmm. swiping. And then, you know, when you're on a dating app, how mm-hmm. it goes through waves where you're like all of a sudden super motivated. Right. And then 95% of the time it feels like a massive task. Mm-hmm. So like during the motivation period, you're right. like giving it a lot more like swipes so to the true. right or whatever mm-hmm. is the positive one. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> and And then you go into that time where it feels like a task and people are messaging you and you're like, ugh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Totally. A hundred percent. Or if their first message is like really weird. Yes. um, There's that too. Kind of tell. Or just boring. Boring. Hey, what's up? Like, like, uh, whatever. Or like Not tries much. to get you to like meet up in it with a group or something. First message. Right. I'm like, what? No. Yeah. yeah or like, no. hey, what are you doing tonight? We're at this bar. Yeah. yeah it's like, like, ew. I'm, I'm not Christy. It's like, wait, got a life. <laughs> but I actually used dating apps the other day. I was having a mixer. We do these mixers yeah. like a, every few months. And I wanted there to be guys. Like the one before was mostly girls. So I went on Hinge and I matched with like a bunch of guys who are pretty cute. And I invited all of them to the mixer. I love that. And like four of them came and it ended up being more, right? And it ended up being more guys than girls. So I wish that girls had come and girls, if you're listening, come to the next mixer. (laughs) Um, And they were so cute and so sweet. And like, it just made me think like, maybe I should have gone all those times they had invited me. Yes. But, like, actually, no. So it went, so like, cute. they had messaged you, you maybe blew them off, and then you were like, hey, come to this mixer, though. Exactly. I've got some potential. Exactly. I like, like, I literally have, like, a slew of their responses <laughs> to show you. Because um, then these girls meet them in person, and they might right. have, not, they may not have connected with them on the app or may have right. swiped left Exactly. Or the only problem was they all, like, came, like, kind of, up to me and we're like hey so when's our Uh, date I'm like no no look at all these people (laughs) um but it it's definitely it's funny we I feel like we can do something like with dating apps like I feel like if every girl kind of messaged guys on their dating apps and we're like let's all meet at this one place it would happen you You like get them into a pool and maybe then some matches happen in there that wouldn't have right Right. like I always want to like line up all my matches right here and be like oh actually he's cute like nope why are we matched (laughs) you know what I mean it's so hard because everyone looks so different online um so we usually end these episodes with like a quote or a phrase that you've learned as it pertains to dating or love um Something that is a common one is like when someone shows you who they are, pay attention the first time. I love that. Are there any, me too, are there any ones that you guys like live by or think are nice? Ooh, let me think. My mom always said the guy should love you more, but, Mm. and my dad's always said, no, it should be equal. But I think. So who do you think loves who more? Oh, they're divorced. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe that's so why. So they disagree on that. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, but I don't think I don't. I think at the end of the day, you shouldn't be afraid to be the person who loves more. I think, and mm-hmm. because then you're, 
at that point, you're just playing games, and you should both be giving your 110%. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do really like the quote, if someone shows your, you know, who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. I think that's very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One Zac Efron The great Zac Efron once said <laughs> in High School Musical. Um, so, yeah, I think this one kind of goes across all things in life, but mm-hmm. particularly in relationships. Honesty is the best policy. I love it. Simple, and, you know, I think it yeah. speaks a lot. I think with everyone, honesty is the best policy. And, like, having fun and drinking even though you're settled into relationships. I would say I was definitely doing it more when single, especially just because, A, you kind of, like, have to, in yeah. a sense. Um, and, you know, you're just, like, going on multiple dates a week. It's a lot of, like, eating out, going out. Right. Um, but I like to maintain that in my relationship. Like, we love going out, having a bunch of drinks, like... Where do you guys go? My favorite thing is to do, like, a boozy dinner and then, like, not go out after. Oh. That's, like, my ideal world. situation. Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, clubs and stuff. Or, like, bars. I've, like, I tried make-believe recently. Oh, yeah. It was cool. I really cool. liked it. Yeah. Um, I like anything that's, Our like, last elevated. episode was with one of the founders of make-believe. Oh. Yeah, I like that. It's elevated, one? too. Jack Mulqueen. I don't think I know. Oh, yeah, I, I listened to You probably podcast. know Thatcher. Yes, I was yes. going to say, was it Thatcher? Knowing <laughs> Thatcher and knowing what you guys look like, I'm sure he stalks the shit out of Love you. Love Thatcher. Uh-huh. <laughs> Love him. I'll have to cut that out because I'll cry. Um, I'm big I'm big on, like, dinner and then, like, Soho House or something, mm-hmm. but once in a while I'll do big going out. I just find I'm at the age where a lot of my friends who are my age are in very serious relationships mm-hmm. that don't go out, and then I end up going out with a lot of younger friends who are still in that, like, Ooh, let's make out with God. And it's just like... Right. And it's hard because I'm not always with my boyfriend since we're long distance, but I want to be social. Right. So it's like a weird thing, but now mm-hmm. I just gotta... I was like, you know what? I gotta do me. If I don't want to go out one night, I can go for brunch with my friends, or I can right. go out when I see my boyfriend, or we don't have to go out. So I'm just kind of like out of that phase where I'm like, I have to go out because mm-hmm. I don't, yes. you know? And totally. I can do a dinner and then go home and be okay with that. Right. And also, like I thought when I started doing the blog full-time, I would want to go out more because like I don't have a nine-to-five job anymore right. but I've almost found it to be the opposite just because like we're working out we're on the camera right. all day yeah, it's like so it's much. totally just being hungover during that is a whole different thing exactly right. just, I have such a low hangover tolerance now it's insane right same me too it's bad especially with just tequila on the rocks <laughs> oh my um, god but you guys are like always on like you're always on whether someone's taking a picture of you or like you guys have to post a picture of yourself does that make you ever, like, question, like, you know, would I ever do something different to myself? Like, are you more critical because, like, you have to be posting pictures of yourself? Or, like, are you still, like, about all natural? Because I can tell from what I can see, you guys are all just natural. But you know what I mean, how girls, yeah. like, that are flexed on the ground, like, we'll do, you know, the lips and... Right. Um, I think it's, you know, I actually think it was the opposite in terms mm-hmm. of, not in terms of, like, just at the beginning, I think I was so like, oh, it had to be the perfect picture and this mm-hmm. and that. And I, and now I kind of just don't really care. Like, I'll be like, oh, you know, no makeup. Um, but I think it's very important and it's hard because we want to, I get the pressure to maintain a good body because one of the things that I hear a lot, which I shouldn't let it get to me, mm-hmm. but people, it's, it's weird because a lot of my friends will message me and be like, which I think is horrible, yeah. and be like, oh... Why do people follow so-and-so? She's not even that fit. And I hear this all the time, and it's something that I That's really weird. don't want it to let it get to me. Yeah. Because they, they try to make it to be like a compliment, like, oh, but people follow you guys because your goals. And it's I'm like, like, but now you're putting pressure But what if I gain 10 me? pounds? Right. And then it kind of gets a little bit of thing where, well, I have to maintain, you know, be healthy. And then I'm like, it just, it, it kind of gets you in a weird space. But mm-hmm. then again, it's like, okay, this is my job. I should be healthy and fit. Right. It's very weird. Yeah. But. yeah. I think it definitely puts you under like a microscope to right. a certain degree and then you kind of get used to it and yeah. you know, we obviously enjoy working out a lot and being healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's kind of um I forgot what I was gonna say. You were maybe gonna say that like um it's just like Oh yeah, but like with what Dale was yeah. saying, I do think like we've tried to you know, show, like, the more real us, whether right. it's us without makeup or us sweaty, like, mm. we get requests for that. People don't want to just see you, right. like, dolled up all the time, right. and, like, granted, yes, in a lot of our photos, we're wearing makeup, mm. and, like, right. 
it's kind of staged, but you know, I think you got to, you have to be a little bit raw in order to like build a personality and a brand. Totally. And a lot of the times, like most of the times I feel like we're not posting with makeup and I would hate for someone to be like, Oh, they looked so different. Like, no, this is us, but obviously we get glammed up, but, um, yeah, but it definitely puts things under a microscope. But I think as the more we kind of get into it, the more real we've kind of become. Mm-hmm. You get more comfortable too with yeah. yourself. And like, yeah. I remember I used to be so awkward holding the camera in front of my face right. talking. It was weird. Like, you don't right. usually yeah, look at yourself while you're talking. Mm-hmm. You're like all of a sudden like analyzing how your mouth moves when you talk. Right. And like, you shouldn't be doing that. Ever. Um, but yeah, it kind of just comes with time. Mm-hmm. The comfort. Cool. I'll pop this one in. So on that note, I'll be honest and tell you we're out of time. Um, but everyone can follow Elizabeth and Dale on Instagram at Sweats in the City and their personals. Dale Borshiver probably won't be able to. <laughs> you can search who Sweats in the City yes, is following exactly. for Dale. And Elizabeth. It's Eliza End. Eliza End. Okay. That's so funny. I think I've stalked you before and I thought it was Eliza. Everyone always Everyone thinks it's does. Eliza. Yeah. Because my middle name is Anne and so I was like oh. condensing it, but mm-hmm. it really looks like Eliza. Well, I like the name Eliza, so it works. Um, so give them a follow. Check out, they host workout classes a lot. So come to one of their workout classes and follow We Met at Acme on Instagram and do our polls. Write us a review in the app store, and now we're going to read more honesty quotes. Oh, there's one by Sharon Tate. Have a good one.